God made a promise to Abraham that foreshadows the rapture of the man-child. Genesis 15 says, After these things the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceedingly great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth from thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad, and said, Look now towards heaven, and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. In this passage, God is telling Abraham that his children are going to become a great multitude that is without number. As the stars of heaven cannot be counted, so shall the children of Abraham be. And Genesis 17 says, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee, and I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. Thus God promised that Abraham's children will be a great multitude that no man can number from every nation and language. And remember, Abraham is a type and shadow of God who is our father. Galatians chapter 3 tells us, for ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ's, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And this is why you see the woman giving birth to the man-child in Revelation chapter 12. This woman is Zion, which gives birth to the children of God. Just as God promised to Abraham that his seed will be a great multitude without number from every nation and every language and every tongue. And as far as the timing is concerned, Revelation chapter 12 explains the sequence of events that happen before the man-child is born which is the rapture. It says, And his tail drew a third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. Okay, now here we know that it's speaking about the dragon, right? Thus the stars of heaven are going to fall to the earth before the woman gives birth to the man-child. This is very important because it reveals the timing. And where else in scripture do we see the stars of heaven falling to the earth? We see this in Matthew chapter 24 at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we also see this at the opening of the sixth seal, which is the rapture of the man-child. And the start of the great day of the Lord's wrath. But I'm going to go ahead and go back to Revelation chapter 12. And the dragon stood before the woman which was ready to be delivered for to devour her child as soon as it was born. Notice that the beast here is revealed and he's standing before the woman before the woman gives birth. Okay, this is important because the beast is standing before the woman, meaning that the beast is going to be in Zion waiting for the woman to give birth. The beast is going to be in Zion before the rapture. 
so he can devour the man-child as soon as it is born. And I believe that this beast waiting in Zion is the abomination of desolation when the beast reveals himself in Zion and is standing before the woman. And by the way, the term man-child just means that the woman is giving birth to a man, meaning that she is giving birth to a son. She brought forth the man-child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up onto God and to his throne. Thus, her son is the promised heir that God promised to Abraham. In the letter to the seven churches in Revelation chapter 2, verses 26 through 27, it says, And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a potter shall they be broken to shivers, even as I have received of my Father. Who is he that overcometh the world, but he that believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Thus, all that believe that Jesus is the Son of God and believe the good news that Jesus Christ died for our sins and that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day and they keep the faith of Christ Jesus until the very end. These are the true children of God and they shall rule with the rod of iron just as we see in Revelation chapter 12. The man-child is ruling with the rod of iron. And back to Revelation chapter 12. And the woman fled into the wilderness, where she had a place prepared of God, that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days, which is twelve hundred and sixty days, or three and a half years, which is the time of Jacob's trouble. Notice that the woman that gives birth to us is only fleeing to the wilderness for three and a half years and not seven. Why is that? Why doesn't the scripture say that she flees for two thousand five hundred and twenty days? Because Jacob's trouble is only three and a half years, it's not seven years, as many have been deceived into believing. So in conclusion, God's promise to Abraham that he would have a man-child, which is a son, that would be heir to his blessings, and that his children would become a great multitude that no man can number, as no man can count the stars of heaven. And that kings would come from him from every nation and language, thus changing his name from Abram to Abraham, which means the father of multitudes and also the father of nations. We see at the sixth seal rapture in Revelation chapter 7, the fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham with the birth of the man-child that is caught up, or harpazoed in the Greek, raptured to the throne of God, a great multitude that is without number from every nation, every language that is standing before the throne of God in heaven wearing white robes which symbolizes the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ and his righteousness that is imputed unto us as a free gift that is according to our faith in him. We are raptured in heaven before the seven trumpets and seven bowls of God's wrath that are going to be poured upon the earth during the time of Jacob's trouble lasting three and a half years. Thus we are not appointed to God's wrath but to obtain salvation from our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming which occurs at the sixth seal of Revelation and not before. But that's all for now. I'm going to go ahead and end with the gospel and that is that the wages of sin is death but the free gift of God is eternal life, and that life is in Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, 
that died for our sins and he was buried and he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures Jesus is the Lamb of God that is without blemish meaning that he never sinned he's the Holy One of God he died so that we sinners can live you see all the sins of the world were placed on Jesus Christ on the cross and his righteous blood was shed for all of us sinners and if you believe this good news that your sin debt has been paid in full by Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior then you are sealed with the Holy Spirit until the day of our redemption and that is when Jesus Christ returns on the clouds to rapture us his elect and to gather us together to be with him forever until next time may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all amen